Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. In working deeply with single people and in being single myself, I've noticed that there are three types of single, unwillingly single, willfully single, and thoughtfully single. As always, I'll define the word that I'm using so that we can have sort of the same starting point. So I define single from the base of the word, which is not with, like a single note, a single rose, a single grain of sand. Not simply unmarried, as like a form would ask you to tick, but there exists no one who understands themselves to be in a committed relationship with you. You don't need to confer with anybody about your whereabouts. Your emergency contact is your sister. Single, not in a relationship. Okay, I really feel like knowing the type of single that you are is important to how you date, how satisfied you feel in your life, and how much you're suffering or not suffering. There's not one of these three types that is wrong or bad. I'll start with unwillingly single. Single life in this type looks like you want a relationship, you crave partnership, but you just haven't met the right person yet. It looks like wishing you were at the park picnicking with a lover, their head in your lap, you reading them Pablo Neruda poems whilst eating fresh strawberries. It's so real you can taste it. Where is your person? You don't want to be single. You want to be in a partnership. Unwillingly single sounds like talking to all your friends about how there are no dateable people out there, all the good ones are taken, I can't wait till I find my person. Sometimes it feels a bit futile, not nihilistic perhaps, but you feel like, why should I bother? Every time I shower and venture out, I'm going to come home feeling more empty than before I left. All I see is lovers, lovers everywhere. Where is my hand to hold? It is 100% fine to be single and to not want to be single. The second type is willfully single. And I'm using willfully here like the willful child. Willfully single looks like either dressing up and going out and getting incredible satisfaction and telling people to piss off if they dare flirt with you. Or it looks like staying home and never going out because you do what you please and what you please to do is all at your house. It looks like never looking up from your phone or your book or laptop when you're at a cafe. You may as well have a don't even think about talking to me sticker on your forehead. 
Willfully single people love the way Cher talks about relationships. Cher says that having someone is just a bonus. It's the icing to an already rockin' life. They love the solidarity of other women who neither need nor want a man. They speak with confidence and assertion that they're not dating, thank you very much. Willfully single people are vocal and high energy about being single. They're loud and proud. Willfully single people are very often deeply invested in career or parenting or their pets. Willfully single sounds like, I make my own money, I have a high-end vibrator, I like my car radio presets exactly as they are, I don't need anyone. Willfully people tend to revel and have a lot of fun being single. It can also sound like, never again, I've learned my lesson, fuck all that. It'll be a cold day in hell before I remarry or commit. I hesitate to say that last line because this willful type of single is actually not bad. It's just that they're sometimes more assertively single than the other two types. It is 100% okay to also be in warrior mode around your single status. The third category type is thoughtfully single. This is the type of single that I feel like is the most embodied. I should change it to embodied single, but I am already committed and in a relationship with thoughtfully single. Thoughtfully single is when you've thought it out. You've made a choice to be without a partner and you feel so calm and peaceful about it that you don't need to really explain your situation to anyone. Thoughtfully single looks like having been on dates and noticed in yourself a feeling of not right and you took the time to figure out why. You have a knowing that being single is where you should be right now and that dating is just not your cup of tea. And you don't push yourself around trying to figure out why you feel that way. You don't give yourself a timeline to be single before you get out there. What I mean is like there are a lot of people I know who say like, okay, I'm going to not date for a year and then I'm going to start dating. These thoughtfully single people just know and they trust their own knowing. They trust the knowing that they don't want to date now and they trust the knowing that should they ever want to date again, they'll know. If you're thoughtfully single, you're calm in your decision and you have a spaciousness that doesn't feel like a two-headed monster battle. The two-headed monster is actually pretty pretty good way to say this because when we're not dating, not looking, not interested, we might fall into trying to analyze the why. The one head is society pressuring you to couple up and the other head is the past hurt telling you to never do that again. And both heads blame the other for some type of story and it just makes the heads miserable. When I got divorced, people fell into two camps. One were the people who like deeply sympathized with me and they told me, don't worry, I'll meet somebody. Everything will work out for me, meaning that it'll work out for me because I'll find someone else. And then there was another camp that really expressed to me, yeah, stay single, what I wouldn't do to be single, screw everybody. This is a perfect representation of this two-headed monster. The thoughtful single can notice that these two heads are always going to be present. And maybe you just give them a cookie to calm them down so they don't fight. Yes, your family asks you every week if you've met someone interesting. Yes, your best friend reassures you, don't worry, it'll happen for you. Yes, your past heartbreak happened and the pain was very real, but you know deeply that the pain is not what's motivating you to stay single. The thoughtfully single person understands the difference between feelings and a sincere opt-out. Admittedly, the 
third type of single sounds like the goal, but very often one cannot get here without the evolution or the devolving of desires and wants from one of the other two types. I see people happy in all three of these types truly. The unwilling is happy in their phase because though they really want a partner now, yesterday even, they're happy in their waiting for the right person. They have standards and they're not willing to settle. Wanting something and someone for these people feels amazing. It's hopeful and it's the ultimate form of self-love. The willful single too can be super happy. Staying true to yourself in a warrior fashion is quite empowering, especially if you were in the type of relationship before where you kept your your like your desires and your goals and your your true like leader self a little bit silent or small when you're willfully single your voice and your confidence and your leadership can really explode in this style and the thoughtfully single person can also feel the beauty of letting go it's a quiet type of single in a very noisy world being in this type can also feel deliciously rebellious in the calm of it the most suffering happens when we are not consciously choosing to live our type. When we're acting as one type of single but feeling like another. This is the root of all suffering, to be honest. When we are thinking, when what we are thinking and feeling and doing are all at odds with one another. This is like a very bad threesome. The thoughtful single can meditate and act in neutral ways, but if they have this undercurrent of willful, like fuck right offenance, just making up words in my podcast, that they've never explored and not met. That's just bypassing. If you're acting like the willful because all the cool kids are, but you're actually feeling very much like you are an unwillingly single person, it can feel awful because you're lying to yourself about who you are and what you truly want, and you're not putting yourself in situations that you can meet anybody. Again, nothing wrong with any of these types, but there's an uncomfortable side to all three. When you are unwillingly single, but you're really in victim mode, you're unhappy. You suffer in this phase when you judge yourself. I'm too fat, too poor, too rich, too skinny, too short, too smart, too uneducated, blah, blah, blah. And when you judge others, everyone else is too fat, too poor, too rich, too skinny, too old, too tired, too whatever. Unwillingly single people are miserable when they're not honest with themselves about their single status. When the reason that you're single is because you got dumped or you tell yourself that you're too broken to be in a relationship. Is that really true? Unwillingly single and unhappy usually is tied to time as well. You feel this urgent need, but also a lethargy. And when these are at odds within you, you just spin about. And then willfully single suffering happens not when you operate from a feeling of empowerment, but when pain is running your vehemence. So you are either victim or perpetrator in this pain, and you're really unhappy happy being a willful single. And even thoughtfully single people suffer when they try to act thoughtfully single. But really, if someone could wave a magic wand and make doubt disappear, they would be in a relationship in a hot minute. When the calm is not true, then thoughtful singles suffer too. 
You must tell yourself the truth about what you want, about your past. Tell yourself the truth about what your part was in the end of your previous relationship. Tell yourself the truth about time. Am I rushing this dating thing because I feel pressured by time? Or do I feel pressured that it's been two years since my partner died and I I should be dating again? Don't let time push you around. You create time by prioritizing the things in your life that feel right. Dating can go on the back burner for as long as you wish it. There are no rules or even guidelines around dating after breakups or loss. There is only you and your knowing. When you're aware of your type of single, your energy doesn't need to be spent in justifying what you're doing and you don't operate in unconscious ways. It's also easier to change your mind when you're not trying to prove anything. This is really important. There's an openness. People who are territorial about their single status often have a hard time changing from one type to another. They get so attached in the proving of their type that they miss cues for growth or potential relationships of all kinds. Business, creative collaborations, friendships often go by without us noticing when our desires and our operating systems are really misaligned. If you're living authentically in one type of single, allow yourself to experience life fully and then let a song or a poem move you. Get fluid. Take a peek at dating apps and see how they feel every so often. If anything, it's just a good context to remind you that, yeah, I'm in the right place. A pet peeve of mine is dating and the phrase, don't waste anyone's time. I've talked about this a lot on the one podcast. You will need to be a rebel here and disregard the idea that you owe anyone some sort of sure thing of knowing what you want. Don't be so careful of not wasting anyone's time that you lose out on opportunities because of rushing. It is respectful to have a general idea, but you're not being dishonest if you fall in love with someone when you met them stating that you were in a casual dating phase. Let it be fun. If it's not fun, let it go dormant for as long as you please. Or if it feels like something that's a really true desire, something you want to prioritize, invest in figuring out why it's not working out for you if you really want to date badly. Okay, not if you want to date badly, if you badly want to date. Operate from a place of self-awareness and self-love combined with no attachment to the outcome. And it's going to work out. It will work out. If you've been listening to the one podcast and you get something from here, please do me the honor today of reviewing it on Spotify or Apple. It pushes the one podcast out to more listeners who are looking for love in all the wrong places. You are loved by me. Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love and power, we magnetize amazing connections. Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me.